Welcome to Profiles in Business. My name is Kyle Marshall. Rosario Fortunio took a risk. He knew that he was wasting too much time driving long distances without getting his work done. An idea popped into his head, and now he's the founder of a company called Enorbis. Sometimes you can be called crazy when you're at the beginning of a new technology and a new innovation. But Rosario welcomes the challenge and, in many ways, thrives on it. I recently talked with him on a video call. I first asked, how did he come up with the idea of Enorbis? I started the company in 2015, but prior to that, I was working as an electrical engineer in a town called Hanna, Alberta, which is about a two and a half hour drive from Calgary and about the same from Edmonton. I'm a city boy, so I, I was growing up in Calgary and I went to university in Edmonton. My girlfriend at the time lived in Edmonton. I did not like living in a small town. So every single weekend I was driving out to either Calgary or Edmonton from Hanna. I realized one week that I was spending about 20 hours a week just on the road, not able to do anything, um, going up to visit my girlfriend in Edmonton or my family out in Calgary. And I knew that losing that time would be a big disadvantage for me. I knew that it was causing mental health problems because I was always tired. I was always stressed because I had to be on the road to get back to work or to go see my family. And I knew there needed to be a way to solve my problem. As an electrical engineer, I'm super interested in technology and I was following the development of electric cars and autonomous vehicles. And I wanted to find out a way to solve my problem and also to combine that with my love of technology. And that's kind of where the seed of the idea for Enorbis came from. I found out that I could, you know, do intercity travel with a service that used electric vehicles and eventually autonomous vehicles. I know you said that because you were an electrical engineer, you were interested in the evolution of electric vehicles. But did you have any worry of that adoption here in Alberta? You know, I think we get this um, mystique on this province about how we're super oil focused. So was that ever a concern for you? It was. And something really interesting is I felt that if we could grow this company in Alberta, where there is such a oil and gas focus and maybe a little bit of a, I wouldn't say a prejudice, but a little bit of a bias towards um, large gas guzzling vehicles. If we could build a profitable company, a company that people wanted to to use and a service that, that people were interested in traveling with in this province, then we could more easily expand uh, elsewhere within Canada and within the U.S. to other markets that might even be more friendly to electric vehicles. And that's exactly what we've seen, actually. So we mm-hmm. actually have a lot of clients who do work for oil and gas companies. I was in the the energy industry before, and I think that you know electric vehicles, especially Teslas, it's not it's not so much competing. It they're just really cool. They're they're amazing, and we're we're energy agnostic. We can get you can get electricity from many sources, and and oil and gas is is one of those sources. So we're not we're definitely not anti oil and gas. We're pro energy, and we love to take people and and help people. Uh, get to where they need to be, especially people in the oil and gas industry. Let's say that I 
wanted to use your service? Like, what does that look like? Yeah, for sure. So the idea within Orbis is that we we focus on city to city travel, but we're an all electric ride share. So the way that the service would work is you go to our website or download our app and you're able to book a trip um, from your house or your office. Uh, we would pick you up and take you to where you need to be. So say you live in Calgary and you have a meeting in Edmonton the next day, you would go onto our app, you'd say, okay, I need to be in Edmonton by 8 a.m. for my meeting. And then I need to be back in Calgary that evening to meet with my family. So you'd set your pickup and drop off locations. Our driver would come meet you right at your office at the time you wanted to be picked up. Uh, they'd bring you all the way to uh, your meeting in Edmonton. You'd be able to work on the way using our onboard Wi-Fi so you can get some work done, get prepared for your meeting, have any private phone calls that you need to get dropped off at your meeting. And then when your meeting's done, our driver would be there waiting for you so that you can come back and be with your family at the end of the day. The idea is that you're able to be productive while you travel and get there stress-free because you're not having to focus on the road and you're able to actually get some work done and get back some of that lost productive time that normally happens if you're driving yourself or even if you're flying. Was being an entrepreneur always something that you wanted to do? So interestingly, when I was a child, and I don't remember this, but my, my mom swears it's true. So um, <laughs> I, would, I would create drawings and I'm, I'm not a very good artist. I would, I would create drawings, many, many drawings, and I would actually sell them to my aunts and uncles and cousins when I was about five years old. So from about that time, I think at least my parents knew that I would be in business. I decided to do an engineering degree so I could get some technical background, but my plan was always to do an MBA and eventually start companies of my own. I've always been really passionate about being independent and creating something from the ground up and, and building it and growing it. So I think that being an entrepreneur was always in the cards for me. Why would I say choose you over one of your competitors? It's an interesting space. Our competition actually tends to be people driving themselves or airlines. Now, you could take an Uber between cities, but the cost of taking an Uber is substantially higher than taking a service like ours. You wouldn't have that mm -hmm. onboard Wi-Fi, so you can't work on the way. It, it's tough to actually find a driver who's willing to do that uh, intercity travel. So um, from a purely cost perspective, we are extremely competitive with flying, especially if you're taking more than one person. Uh, a round trip between Calgary and Edmonton, for example, is about $375 with our service. And that includes uh, some wait time and also any stops that you need to make uh, along the way. Whereas with a, a flight, you'd be looking at that price minimum. And then additionally, you'd have to factor in the cost of taxis to and from the airport. In terms of the cost comparison to driving yourself. If you're driving something like uh, an F-150 or a, another pickup truck, you could be looking at as high of a cost as about a dollar to a dollar ten per kilometer just for uh, when you take into account all the depreciation, insurance, and expenses, uh, fuel expenses that are related to operating your vehicle. Whereas with our service, you can get a trip from as low as 55 cents a kilometer. So you're actually saving quite a bit when you factor in all the costs compared to driving. And then on top of that, 
you have the added productivity of being able to actually work. Um, for example, if you're uh, if you're a professional, a lawyer, let's say, and you're billing 250, 300, 400, even 500 dollars an hour, your time is very valuable. And with our service, you're able to leverage that time to actually get work done and you can actually bill your clients while you travel instead of using those six hours and, and completely losing them just in transit. Our, our business can actually help you generate additional revenue instead of just saving on the, on the upfront cost. Yeah, I think this is such a, a great idea in that there's people who do travel back and forth between certain cities that are close by within that, you know, two, three hours. And you're right, like there's so much lost time if you're just trying to do that yourself. It makes sense to have something that you can actually be working in the back, doing all you need to do without having to feel guilty that you're taking that trip in the first place. There are literally billions of hours of productivity that it is being lost every single year from people um, commuting in transit um, for business travel. What we're trying to do is we're trying to give back some of that productivity to our customers. And it's something that people who travel with us value a lot. And uh, if you look at it, countries that have the highest levels of productivity have some of the most uh, economic success and some of the highest quality of lives as well. Like if you look at countries where they're able to be more productive with their time, they are able to spend that extra time with their families or actually earn more during that time because they are more productive. What's something that's in your industry that you don't think a lot of people know about? Something that's really interesting about our industry is that the cost of driving yourself, the all-in cost is actually quite high. So if you are not factoring in the cost of your insurance, the cost of your fuel, the depreciation cost per kilometer. Um, it might seem like driving yourself somewhere might be a, a lower expense. However, once you factor in all those costs, you realize that the time and the expense of, of traveling somewhere is actually much greater than you might have initially anticipated. Let's say that I was just graduating either high school or maybe a little bit older. I'm graduating university. And I think I do want to go down into the entrepreneur route. Uh, do you have any advice for those young people out there that kind of want to you know, go off and do their own thing? When I was getting started, I was always afraid to make mistakes and to do the right thing. I've realized that in order to be an entrepreneur and in order to actually have anything start, you need to just get out there and get a product or service and, and actually sell it and, and get it out in front of your potential customers and see if they would actually be willing to buy it and, and put their money down because that's when you know that you can be successful. Ensure that you're actually getting out there and you're taking that risk and you're putting yourself out there and you're selling something because until you do that, you don't know if what you're doing can actually be a business. If somebody out there wants to you know, check up on what you're doing, follow what Enorbis is up to. What are the easiest ways to do that online? So if you go to enorbis.ca, we have a blog that we post regularly too. We, uh, I also have a personal blog that I post to and I do talk about Enorbis quite a bit. Um, and some of my other work with artificial intelligence, uh, you can find that at applyingai.com. So uh, you can check those out. And then we're also available on social media. We're on Instagram at InorbusIntercity, uh, Twitter at InorbusCorp. 
and Facebook. Cool. Thank you so much, Rosario. Yeah. Thanks for your time, pal. It was good talking with you. Thanks for listening. All the links to get in contact with Rosario are in the show notes. Until we speak again, have a great day. Oh,